Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to NBA Top Shot Weekly. I am Alex Kennedy. He is Oliver Maroney, and we are joined by a special guest today who is part of the Basketball News family. He's a podcaster, a writer, a former NBA player who played many years in the league. Our guest is Atan Thomas. Atan, what's up, man? How you guys doing? We appreciate you joining us. We're doing well. Uh, so you're you're relatively new to Top Shot. So we're excited to kind of bring you on, talk about what Top Shot is, have you open up your first pack. And then also we want to talk about how this could become a nice revenue stream for retired NBA players. So okay. while I'm tweeting this out and kind of getting everything situated, Oliver, do you want to kind of give the rundown of what Top Shot is for maybe someone uh, like Aton who's new or maybe some viewers that don't know? Definitely. I think, you know, the, the easiest way I can put it, Aton, when you were playing – uh, back in the day, you had sports cards, right? You, you had cards that you were signing or cards that that were made of you, whether it was a picture, a play, whatever the case may be. Um, I would say it's the digital version of sports cards in in, in the most basic understanding of it. Um, okay. You know, it's, it's a digital collectible. And the only difference between like sports cards and potentially what Top Shot is, is they capture specific plays and moments. So if you had like a massive dunk over someone or if, if you had a big block in a game, uh, you would hope that one day you would end up and have a top shot moment made of that. So that the difference is essentially that you can have um, digitally what you used to have physically. And, okay. you know, for everybody under 30, uh, these days, um, there's probably a lot of people who don't own homes. There's probably a lot of people who don't own cars. Mm -hmm. uh, the most valuable piece, uh, most valuable item they have in their possession is probably their phone. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it that way, now you can add that to your your phone as, as another um, you know uh, collectible, another thing that you can have to kind of showcase, to show your friends. Um, the shareability aspect of what Top Shot does over like a trading card aspect is huge. So okay. to be able to send over your link of all your collectibles and say, hey, these are all the moments I have and your friends can go up and see them. Um, I can send Alex a text message of one of the moments I have right now and it will play in the iPhone iMessage. So he will see it directly. Gotcha. Um, so obviously... There are some differences. It's it's built on a, a blockchain. Flow blockchain is is the name of that, um, mm -hmm. and that is basically the same way that I would go to get a card graded. 
and authentic authenticated. Um, the same thing applies here. You know, I've got a record and the blockchain basically verifies that I am the owner and I purchased it from so-and-so or opened it from a pack or however I got it. It's all there. So it's very cool. I mean, like okay. I know you interviewed Eton. I know you interviewed Mark Cuban a few weeks back. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Mark Cuban, I can go to his account right now and I can see all the moments he's purchased. I can see all the moments whenever he's transacted, sold something, bought something. Um, so it's pretty cool in that sense as well to be able to get an inside look on kind of like what Mark or maybe Harrison Barnes, another guy who's huge on this, uh, what they own, what they're purchasing, what they're buying, what they're selling. Um, so it's a really, really unique uh, marketplace and obviously uh, really, really changes the game for the NBA from a revenue perspective, uh, from an overall fan perspective. Um, so gotcha. that's kind of a, in a nutshell what what Top Shot is. Okay. And then, uh, and when Mark was on with us, he pulled a thirty thousand dollar moment. So you never know, Aton. This could be your lucky day. Maybe this uh, is uh, worth your time. Uh, <laughs> you never know what good. you're gonna pull. <laughs> So I want to talk about this before we get into opening packs. And by the way, we have two packs to give away today. We have one through our basketballnews.com giveaway, which everyone can enter at basketballnews.com slash top shot. And then we have one to give away to someone in the chat here who puts their username in when we ask for it. Uh, but Aton, I know recently you guys uh, at retired players, you know, were able to kind of make some money off having their likeness in NBA 2K. And I oh. think eventually top shot could become a really nice revenue stream for retired players. Uh, you know, I guess, can you kind of speak to that and how that process works of retired players kind of getting those revenue checks? I think it's great. You know, I mean, it's just something that, that just happened maybe like a year or two ago. And, you know, my, my son plays 2K and I think it's kind of cool that they have, you know, some of the some of the, the older teams. So they have the Wizards team that I'm on there. So I get a license check from it. But also, and so in addition to it just being cool that him and his friends could play with me, you know what I mean? Then also getting a license check, I think, is, is cool. But I also think it's great because it introduces uh, the younger generation to some of the legends that maybe they don't know about, but they know them from the game. So they know how they play. They know their attributes. You know, my son is, you know, light me up with Iceman. You know what I mean? George Gervin <laughs> and everything like that. So I think it's kind of cool. But then for guys to be able to have another revenue stream, um, you know, I, I think that's great. So I think it's great that 2K – did that you know i think that it was great that they added that function to it because it definitely comes in helpful handy for a lot of guys i'm curious too Aton. i feel like you've made an amazing transition you know from your playing days to your post playing now you're constantly showing up on panels you're a great writer you write for not only basketballnews.com but also you've written for you know espn the guardian all these different places you mm -hmm. have a podcast a show where you've had guests like mark cuban Creo abdul jabbar adam silver chris weber i mean the list goes on and on mm -hmm. uh, what advice would you give the players uh who you know are trying to have that successful retirement and why do you think you've been able to transition so smoothly well, it's interesting because this was always like an interest of mine. You know, I was writing and stuff like that back when I was in high school. You know, so it's something I always did. So my my advice to players would be start start, you know, thinking about what you want to do while you're playing. And that's when you can make a lot of connections. I mean, even my connection I made with you when you was at Hoopsite was because I played, you know, and that was a connection that I, that I made. Um, so that would be really be my advice. Start making that connections, you know, those connections in whatever area you want to do, whatever passion that you have while you're actually playing. Absolutely. I feel like uh, Oliver here, do you have any questions? Yeah, or do you want to just jump yeah. right in? Okay, yeah, go ahead. If, if, top, you know, if, if a revenue stream like Top Shot was around when you were playing, how do you see yourself potentially using it or leveraging it? And, you know, you see, I'm sure you've seen some of the players like Terrence Ross and Cole Anthony and, 
Harrison Barnes and Tyrese Halliburton and these guys mentioned Top Shot in some way, shape, or form. Um, what do you think about it and kind of uh, what intrigues you about what Top Shot brings to the table for players? Well, first of all, I mean, just a, just the way that you just described it in a, you know, a digital form of, you know, relating it to how trading cards work. You know, we, you remember when, I, you know, I don't know if it's quite as popular anymore, but it was for decades to have trading cards with somebody, you know, and you would get trading cards in the mail. You'd ask to sign them. You know, people would pay a lot of money for cars. They would ask, you know, if, if you have a card when you were, you know, a rookie at, in this place or something like that, or this this image of you dunking on this person, they saw a card. And so it was a bit, really big thing. So what, 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 you know, what Top Shot does is take it to a whole nother level, especially because technology has, has advanced since then. And, you know, being able to do all that digitally, it just, just takes it, you know, capturing, capturing a moment, things of that nature, what you just said. I mean, that's, I think that's amazing. So it, it's just, it, although it was cool to have the cards, the actual physical cards back in the day, this just takes it to a, a whole nother level. So I, I think it's great. Curious, you got a moment in your career that you want made into a top shot. What is it and why? From Syracuse, from the Syracuse, NBA. You could use anywhere. it from wherever. Well, a lot of times people, you know, have been, you know, sending me this picture. And I've so I've seen it like a million times of me blocking Kobe Bryant's shot. Um, mm-hmm. when he was coming into the lane. I'm blocking it with two hands and actually a jump ball. But it was just really a cool image, a cool, a cool picture that that they captured. So that would that would probably be the first one that I that I'd probably pick. That's an epic that's a, one. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> All right, so I feel like the best way to introduce anyone to Top Shot, in addition to just kind of talking it out, is to kind of have the pack opening experience. So why don't we open a pack? Oliver, do you want to start and open your pack first, and then we can go maybe a ton next? Uh, and so you can kind of see, you can get the gist of it a ton from Oliver, and then we'll have you open up your pack. And then we still, again, have two packs to give away, so everyone make sure you guys hang out. Uh, we'll give uh, one again. You, you can enter through basketballnews.com slash Top Shot. And then one will give away by putting your name in the chat. So uh, let's have Oliver open your pack first. And then, okay, here we go. Let me know when you're ready, Oliver. I'm ready. All right. We got it? Yep. Good to go. All right, cool. So this is the pack open experience. Um, I'm going to go ahead and click open here, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we get out of this. Atan, did, I feel like some people have said this could replace trading cards, but I think they can coexist. And we actually just wrote an article on Basketball News about that. Dan Grunfeld did. But I'm curious, like, did you collect cards at all as a kid, Atan? I did. I did. So this is, yeah, so this is kind of like that same, you know, opening a pack moment where you're all excited and hoping you get some autograph or some rookie card or something like that. Because, I mean, you can get some really rare stuff in these packs. Like, what we, I mentioned Mark Cuban. He got, like, a Tim Duncan throwback card that or throwback moment that was, I think, one of, 300 and it was a very wow. low serial number so you can get a lebron dunk that's worth you know some of these have sold for like two hundred thousand dollars so cool. yeah cool. you never know all right well let's pop this open and see what we get cleveland cavaliers dunk i'm gonna guess javel okay yep javel mcgee oh Aton loves javel by the way I, i'm a big fan of javel his <laughs> moments on top shot are incredible coast to coast look, oh, at, look that. at the between the legs I mean that's Dr. J esque. I swear to I swear. That's good. That's a good one. It's, it's sick. I, I like that moment a lot. That's so. a Tom's guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was he was very adamant that the Lakers should not have gotten rid of JaVale and Dwight this past offseason. And yes. sure enough, you know, half of the season, they're missing right. shot blocking, and you were right. So I gotta give you credit there. You Thank called you. that. Thank you. <laughs> oh. James Wiseman. James Wiseman. Okay. Nice. So again, just nice kind of like like with trading cards, rookies tend to be worth more. And, you know, uh, the hope is that obviously, you know, Wiseman becomes some superstar, and then you have his rookie moment. So same kind of idea. What do you Definitely. think of James Wiseman, Aton? 
Oh, I like him. I mean, you know, I interviewed Penny for my uh, my podcast, and so he talked about James Wiseman a lot um, and, and how he, you know, how what how he sees that he can develop and what nice of a kid he is and how he's hungry and always wants to learn more. He said he was the type of kid who, after practice, he's coming to coach and say, okay, what can I do to get better? And, you know, he, Penny was just talking about him in glowing term so it's 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 you know it's great to see how he is maturing and playing better and things of that nature so i think sky's the limit for him i've been so impressed with your podcast by the way for everyone that you know hasn't checked it out it's called the rematch and like i said you get so many great guests but then the conversations that you have are just phenomenal and you can tell the people are just so comfortable and they say things that you know they don't typically say on tv or other interviews just because you have their you know previous relationship with them and you do such a good job as an interviewer so props to you for that everyone check out the rematch because it's really good it's on youtube it's on apple spotify anywhere listen to podcasts you can find it it's a fantastic show so i had to give you props there i appreciate that alex Absolutely. Quick question on rookies too, Eton. What are the the you know the, the rookie of the year conversation is pretty hot right now because obviously Lamelo got hurt. Got now hurt. you have Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Halliburton as kind of the one two. What what most people would assume is right. there somebody that could that could you know basically climb above those guys in your opinion? And then secondly, what do you think about Edwards and Halliburton in that sort of rookie of the year race? Well, I mean, I think if Lamelo wouldn't have gotten hurt, he was you know clear you know front runner. Um, but I think Edwards is looking good. I think they're both looking good. I think, it, you know, it, it's it's good for rookies to be able to have a chance to be able to showcase what they can do. So then, so certain rookies are in different situations where they can do that. You know, Minnesota, Golden State, you know, they can, they can do that because they're not playing on teams that are necessarily, you know, heavy on the veteran side. So, you know, it, it, we're going to be able to just continue seeing them, uh, you know, the rest of the season. But they all look good to me. They they look really good. So right now I'd have to say it was a toss up. But if I had to if I have the you know bet, I would probably say Anthony Edwards would get the nod. OK, OK. Right. Interesting. All right. We'll pull this last one here. Blazers handles CJ McCullum. CJ. Nice. Oh, man. I, I could have 30 different CJ McCollum handles moments and. I tell you what, they would all be a little bit different. Yeah, I, I, he's been he incredible. He has so many moves. By the yeah. way, someone in the chat, uh, Vito TK one, just said, "Who's the sleeper that can steal Rookie of the Year?" I feel like Great Tyrese question. Halliburton might be the guy, just because he's been playing so well. He's been consistent. I actually, I just interviewed uh, Rashawn Holmes, and he was talking about just how mature Tyrese is and how quickly he's gotten acclimated to the NBA. I've been so impressed with that kid. It's phenomenal. I mean, he he should definitely have went higher in the draft. He's been so impressive. Yeah. What do you think of him, Aton? No, I like him. I think he's absolutely right. He is a sleeper. And, you know, sometimes when, when draft positions and you see where people are drafted, it's not really a, a high indicator of how good they're going to be. Um, so a lot of times it's, it's the right system, the right place, the right coach and everything like that. And somebody drafted a lot lower can have more of an opportunity or just flourish a lot better than somebody drafted a lot higher. Uh, but I think he's going to be great in the league. But, yeah, I think that's a good point. He definitely could be a sleeper. You know, that's one you of those things guy... like – Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say so many players like obsess over draft position, but really like it's not until you know years later a lot of them realize like oh man, situation was so much more important. Like right. it's better to go ten spots lower and get a great coach, great development system, immediate playing time. So I'm glad you said that. I totally yeah. agree. Definitely. You know the guy that I I, I keep thinking of. Uh, you know, uh, Cole Anthony just returned obviously from yeah. injury. Mm -hmm. If he had been healthy all season, I think he's firmly in that, our, our, you know, rookie of the year conversation. I, I tweeted it yesterday, but 
there's a couple guys. Eton, what do you think about like Patrick Williams? That's mm-hmm. another one that people have talked about a lot. Emmanuel Quickly for the Knicks. Oh, he's yeah, he's right, been too. very good. He's been playing really well. You know, yeah, that's a good point about Cole, though, because he was looking great before he got injured. Um, and he had a lot of freedom to be able to, you know, just keep growing. Um, you know, quickly has been playing great. It's great just to see the Knicks have some success. Honestly, <laughs> be honest with you, I'm just glad that, you know, they're just playing well and they they have a great system right now. And, you know, the way they're, they're rolling. So it's great just to speak about the Knicks in, a, in any kind of positive way. So. <laughs> Oliver, I have to ask you, how many Cole Anthony moments do you have now? Because I know you're like real yes. high on Cole. So you like bought very high. I, yeah, I think I've only got nine or ten right now, but <laughs> only nine or ten. So, so, so I will put the asterisk next to when I said that. <laughs> That's how. I go. But he did come back yesterday and look really good. Like no, he, he does look really good. Yeah, good. Seven assists, thirteen. I just like it. You're, you're you're putting your money where your mouth is. I like putting it. My, he, absolutely, absolutely. All in on Cole Anthony. I, I love him as a player. I just as Eton says uh, earlier, you know rookies need that opportunity to improve and they need the freedom to be able to do what they're used to doing. Mm -hmm. And if coaches like confine them to one thing or a couple of things, or they throw them off the bench and they're used to starting there and you know, most of these kids, they're balling at AAU balling in college, balling in high school, wherever they're playing, they are the best player on their respective teams. And then they get to the NBA and you just see some of these players go South. And a lot of times it's not necessarily on the players, Sometimes I feel like some of the organizations and some of the coaching staffs don't give them that runway to really make those mistakes, to really learn and mature over time. So I like when, you know, like a Wiseman, for instance, you know, some people could say that he doesn't he doesn't need as many minutes as he's been playing. I I would argue that it's the opposite and we should see him play more because yeah. right now we know where Golden State stands and next season, obviously, we'll see a lot more of that. I have a theory, too, that big men take longer to develop. Like, I talked about this with a lot of big men. Like, I remember I talked about with Tyson Chandler. Rudy Gobert was on last week. We talked about it. Like, and he said, you know, when he came into the league, he played against Derek Favors and Ennis Cantor and guys that were just, like, much stronger than him. Because I think when you enter the NBA when you're 19 years old and you're going against, you know, these centers that are 25, 26, 27, they're much stronger. They have all these counter moves and great footwork and all that stuff. Like, a point guard, I think, can step in right away and, and be – impactful right away do you agree that it takes longer sometimes for a center to kind of get there physically and get there strength wise a ton i think it depends on the center you know tyson chandler when he came in he was really skinny and also yeah. he was out of high school rudy uh, too remember, rudy was super skinny too um you know I, I remember seeing the workout with him and kwame brown um when they when they worked out with the wizards and eddie curry as well and tyson was really he was not strong at all you know what i mean like he you know so so he from from a physical standpoint, yeah, I'm sure it took him a little while to to you know get used to playing against guys that are that are grown men. I mean, what you you heard? Every, I remember hearing Kareem talk about you know after he and he stayed in college for four years. I remember him talking about the transition from being from um, college to the pros, and it was a big transition for him. And he's talking about playing against grown men who have grown man strength and grown man you know movement and everything like that. So uh, I think that's a good point. Yeah, we got not a great, all, great question. Not all stars. Oh yeah, what was it? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, great question in the chat for Eton here. What player coming into the draft uh, and played in the NCAA tournament impressed Eton the most? So, mm-hmm. I, you know, the, the same draft class as you, I think, is what he's trying to ask here. But I think it's a great question. Oh, back when? Oh, so you're saying like who impressed Eton most? Like when yeah. you played against them in college? Yep. Oh, okay. Oh well, shoot. Oof. Okay, let me think. 
Well, I, well, I knew Rip was going to be nice. And I, I saw him a lot playing against him at UConn. And he was just going to be a special player. He came out the year before I did. But, you know, playing against him, you you just knew he was going to be special. And he was somebody who was not strong at all. You know what I mean? But the, but the way that he moved, he he patterned himself after Reggie Miller. So he's just had that constant movement all the time. Um, but he was all mid-range. And, it you know, you just knew. Some guys you just know, yeah, their games are going to translate very well into the, in the league. So I, I would say probably him. And if the question was about guys in this year's class, I'm going to give the obvious answer and steal it. I think Jalen Suggs impressed me so much. Not only just with his, you know, the, the shot was amazing and everything like that, but defensively he's so impressive and just his basketball IQ and stuff like that. So just in case that's what they're talking about, I'm going to give that side of the answer too. There you but go. Uh, cool. Atan, do you want to open up your pack now? I know you're going to do it on your phone and kind of show sure. us what you're getting. Uh, sure. Let's go ahead and do that. All right. Let's see what we got here. First pack opening, guys. We're making history here with Atan. I love it. <laughs> all right so it says open your pack perfect yep. i'm gonna go full screen on you so we can see first it first one Let's see what we got here so then click it click yeah, it just tap click it, it. Yep. there we go nice all right what we got oh is that chicago bull who is that it is Is that to Jimmy Bucket? Okay, see who it is. Here, hold it. Let's see. I'll say the name in a second, I think. Dad oh, Young. Young. Dad oh, Young. Young. There we go. There we go. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Nice. That's a good one. Then you swipe right, and you should be able to see. Swipe right. Actually, maybe you just tap, and it will go to the next one. Oh, yeah. Uh, it went to the same one again, though. Here, try tapping again. Okay. Or hmm. maybe there's an exit. Maybe there's an exit button at the top right hand corner there. Oh, there we go. Yeah, X out of it. There right. we go. No. Okay. And then you can swipe. There you go. Nice. Oh. So you got. Is that Miles or PJ? I can't. I can't tell, but I think it's one of those two. Ooh, the pass. Oh. Ooh. Lamella pass. pass. Nice. Yeah, that's nice a nasty dunk. dunk. He has so many dunks that could be top shot moments. He's incredible. You're doing windmills in game. He's crazy. He's so good. Miles good. Bridges. Goodness gracious. All that's right. a great highlight. That's a good one. So how many are in this? I think this is a cool cats pack. People that are wondering. So Oliver, is there how many moments are in this I pack? I think there's I just three. I think there's three. just three. Oh, there he has this one. One so more. his last one go. should be his cool cat. Three pointer. Three pointer. Kristaps. Poor Zingas. Poor Zingas. The zinger. Cash money. Ooh, at the oh, buzzer. At the buzzer. Nice. Nice. I'm, That's I'm a cool cat's moment. I remember when the Knicks, how they booed him and how they was upset <laughs> when they got him. But Knicks fans are never happy, though. So, you know. The kid crying. That was amazing. Yeah. How has it, how it changed, uh, Eton? over the past like 15 or 20 years? It feels like the international guys that were, you know, like the Lucas, Porzingis. Now you got Denny. You got a bunch of these guys that have been drafted really high and they've been successful in the league now. But when you were in the like when you were coming in, mm -hmm. has that changed a lot? Because it feels like it has. I remember um, Turtleloo was in my in my um, okay. I was in some drafts, and uh, I, I think the thing about it is, is that a lot of the a lot of people here we don't know about the people overseas. So when you see them, 
you know, New Yorkers like, who is this? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I never heard. And then the, you get I didn't the, see him at Duke. Right. And you get the, <laughs> you see the footage of him and it's all fuzzy and it looks like a VHS, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, what is this? So I think that's why you get a lot of the reactions. But yeah, no, I remember Turkaloo. He was nice. Like he, he was nice when he was in the, in the draft workouts and he was nice throughout his whole career. So speaking of draft workouts, I remember Porzingis had a draft workout. It was like a pro day at Impact Basketball. And uh-huh. I remember like every team was there and supposedly like it became like something that everyone would talk about because he looked amazing, apparently just completely dominated. Uh, so, I mean, that was some of like the hype going into that draft where like a lot of people that pay attention were like, oh, this kid could be amazing. But like you said, like some of the fans that don't really pay attention until the draft night and stuff like that and just know right. the guys they watch in the tournament, they sometimes are surprised. But you mentioned, you know, you were there for like the draft workout between Tyson and Eddie and Kwame. Uh-huh. Did you often go to draft workouts? Like, who's the who's the most impressive player you've seen in a pre-draft workout? Well, I was I was there for that one. That was, you know, I, I think I just really happened to be there. I don't think, you know, oh, okay. I, was, I was here and I was just working out. And they were, you know, working out some of the guys. And, you know, that was when MJ came out, you know, out of retirement, already made the announcement, everything like that. And But honestly, and I always tell people this story, and they'll tell you as well, you know, when that, that draft workout, when they was bringing the different people to work out to see who's going to be the number one pick, it really wasn't close. <laughs> I mean, people mm. talk about Kwame a lot, but that draft I saw with my own eyes, it really was not close. I mean, when, with when Kwame went against Tyson, um, he was too strong for him and Kwame had outside game and inside game. And then he was too quick for Eddie Curry. So he kept spinning around him and dunking and blowing by him. And then he would power um, Tyson Chandler. I mean, it really, it wasn't close. I saw, and that's with my own eyes. That's not like secondhand yeah. information or anything. No, I love it. Great stuff. Yeah. Okay, so let's do. We have two packs to give away. The first one we're going to give away through the chat. Um, actually, you know what? We already have the winner picked. Uh, so let's give away the first one. The winner is Sam Wang. So this is the person that entered through basketballnews.com slash top shot. Basically, anyone can enter there. We're going to give away packs over the next three weeks as well. And okay. yeah, you just have to like our YouTube page, follow us on Twitter, download our app, and you're completely entered. And yeah, we have three more packs to give away in future weeks. So Sam Wang, you are the winner for this week. And then we still have one more pack to give away at the end of this episode. We're going to pick someone's name from the chat here. And we can see Periscope. Yeah, yeah. Start (laughs) dropping those comments now with your username, your Top Shot username. We're going to pick someone from, we can see YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Facebook. So everyone put your uh, Top Shot username in the chat right now. And we'll go ahead and pick one of those. But first, let's open up Sam's pack. Sam Wang entered through basketballnews.com slash top shot. So let's see what he got. Um, Etan, when you're going through these workouts, I'm curious. Um, you know, I hear a lot about the, the lines of questioning when you're interviewing with the teams. Right. What was like the question that you got in your pre-draft or draft workout where you were just like, huh, why does this translate to the basketball? Like, was there one that just kind of stuck out to you? Well, I remember working out with Samuel Dallenberg. And I think it was Doc Rivers who was asking us and he was asking about what we eat. And so, you know, we're college kids. You eat college. You don't, you don't know anything <laughs> about nutrition and anything like that. So he, so he asked us, he's like, well, what is your calorie intake? And we both looked at each other like, what? <laughs> like we had no idea what he was talking about. But, you know, he just kind of laughed. But I think it was a question where I think he knew that we didn't know that. So... <laughs> And the way we looked at each other is like, oh, we have no idea what our calorie intake is. We're going to be honest. You're like, you're like, how many calories is a Big Mac? <laughs> That's no, all college kids no, are eating. No. How much is wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, all right, so this is the pack for Sam. Let's see what Sam got here. Start, let's go right to left here. Spurs three pointer. Lamarcus. Oh, Lamarcus, nice. Lewis Brooklyn Nets. That is number 4,983 out of 15,000. Let's watch the highlight here. For the loses life the of me. Ball. Go ahead. <laughs> no, he loses it, grabs it, and then nails the three. I love it. Go ahead. Very prototypical Lamarcus Aldridge jump shot there. I mean, fade away. If, the, the fade away, the mid range, the, the long mid range game, man. He is money with that shot, but for the life of me, Eton, can you explain? I, I saw so much. Uh, I felt like disrespect towards Lamarcus Aldridge when he signed with the Nets. Why? About, about him not fitting in, not being good enough. This is like just so many different things that came up. I'm just curious from your perspective. What does LaMarcus Aldridge bring to the Nets, and why do you think he's important? Because I think it's important that some casual fans understand like what he brings to the table. <laughs> I mean, anybody that people, I think people have just been looking for a reason to hate on the Brooklyn Nets. To be honest <laughs> with you, you know, I mean, they look so good, and I know, you know, James Harden goes down, then Katie comes back, and they still look magnificent. It's like you know, you have to use a word like that. You know what I mean? Like they look great. <laughs> And all the problems that everybody thought that they were going to have, you know, as far as sharing the ball, who's going to be the one to take the big shot, you know, who's going to be the, you know, it doesn't look like they're having those problems at all. They, like, really look great, and they look like they enjoy playing together. So I think that some of that is, you know, people are looking for something, you know, negative to say about Brooklyn, and it all looks good. Blake Griffin, you know, before he goes there in Detroit, it looks like, okay, does he have anything left in the tank? Those are the questions. You know, he doesn't have his athleticism anymore. He hasn't dunked in so long. And then as soon as he gets to Brooklyn, he dunks immediately. I mean, he looks as athletic as, you know, before. Same with LaMarcus Aldridge. Like, okay, well, how is he going to help them? You know, that little turnaround jumper off the backboard, is that even going to work anymore? And so, like, then as soon as he gets there, he's, he's rebounding, he's blocking shots, he's, you know, doing his scoring inside, scoring the jump. So, I think it's just people just finding trying to find a reason to not like Brooklyn, to be honest. To play to play devil's advocate, I okay. think I think part of it was like, hey, they have these amazing offensive players. You have KD, Harden, Kyrie, like no one's worried about their offense. They had the highest offensive rating in NBA history. I think like it was, oh, you have these other big men out there that might be able to help defensively more or like rebounding more. And it's like, okay, instead they signed LaMarcus and Blake. So like they just doubled down on offense. And they're like, yeah, we're not really worried about that side at all we're just going to keep going and, and add more firepower offensively so i don't think it was as much hating on the marcus i think it was more about the fit like especially like you had drummond out there you had you know some other there were rumors of other players that could be available through buyouts so i think people were thinking they would add more of a defensive presence so i think that's kind of what it was if you i mean that was part of it i think well, I think that Drummond, everybody was kind of hoping that Drummond would go there and kind of expecting it. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what the word is, but they, they, people were looking at Drummond to being that final piece. So I do agree yeah. with, you with that one. Yeah. Um, but but also, I got to say also, I do see a lot of Brooklyn hate, though. I, I yeah, know. no, you're right about that. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 there's a lot. Oh, yeah, there's good a mix of everything going on there. I think. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a it lot of It culminated with the LaMarcus sure. Aldridge signing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You look great, though. They have been they so good. It's crazy. Animals. All right. Dame, Dame Lillard. Dollar. Hey, Sam got a Dame Lillard. That's a number 7,213 out of 15,000. Dame is so good. Yeah. I really want him to have some more success in the playoffs, though. I mean, they're, he's stuck with his he team. Could. He's done everything right. He's, you know what I mean? He's, you know, he's, 
a likable guy. He works hard. He does what he's you know supposed to do on the court. I just wanted to have more success. You should get an extra point if you score on OG Ananobi, by the way. He's that good defensively. <laughs> I love him. There you go. If you if you build the team around somebody, where does Lillard rank amongst that? Is he for you, Eton? Like if if you're a player in today's NBA and you're like, I want to go to one, I want to go to the team that has the best leader, the, the 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 franchise guy. How high is Lillard in that ranking for you? I mean, he definitely has to be high. Um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Lillard, so I'm not someone who has anything negative to say about him. You know, it was unfortunate. Even even looking at the bubble season, the way they came out playing against the Lakers before he got hurt, and then injuries just kind of overtook them. But their first games, they had Laker fans nervous. I don't care what they say. They might not admit it, but they were <laughs> nervous. And then, he, you know, injuries, you know, unfortunately got him. But, yeah, no, I, I, I rank him very high. And then last moment here, Jamal Murray, three-pointer. It's number 8,653 out of 15,000. Again, this is Sam Wang's pack. He entered on basketballnews.com slash top shot. We're going to give away uh, more packs over the next three weeks, so definitely go enter there. Uh, but, yeah, Sam, not a bad pack. You got Jamal, you got Dame, and you got LaMarcus. So, you know, not bad at all. Um, so then I got one more pack here. I'm going to open up my pack real quick, and then – we're going to give away one more pack to someone who puts their name in the uh, chat. Oliver, are you monitoring the chat to see? Uh, okay, perfect. So everyone, keep posting your Top Shot username in the when, chat, and we'll pull someone's name. When Alex is done opening these, I'll stop the entries. So just know that. When you can still done, enter right now. All right, Darius enter. Garland, uh, 8,545 out of 15,000. Oh, by the way, I should mention this too. Everyone that's entering at basketballnews.com slash top shot, you're getting a series uh, two release 10 pack. So that's why it's out of 15,000. So these are packs you can't buy anymore. They're limited edition. So more reason to go to basketballnews.com slash top shot. Okay. Love uh, Garland. Yeah, Garland's so good. I've been impressed with his development. Uh, let's see what we got here. Handles Ooh, Brad, Brad Beal, Beal. nice 11, 11,874 out of 15,000. We so got to ask a, a ton. You play with the Wizards, you're based in DC, you have a lot of roots there. You know, you're close with this franchise. What have you thought of Brad's development? And then what do you make of the whole situation? I know a lot of fans are hoping he demands a trade so that their team can get him, but what right. are your thoughts on that whole situation? I mean, I think it's just because you know, they know that he's just a piece to the puzzle that would he would work so well on so many different teams, uh, especially teams that are really trying to get over the hump, um, you know, and make a playoff run. But he's 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 been consistent with his loyalty to the Wizards, and he said he wants to retire Wizards. You know, of course, those things change. But I thought the way that he's been handling everything has just been amazing, and his growth. You know, and I it's it, 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 it's tough. It's tough because the Wizards are losing and they're not doing that well. And, you know, Westbrook is trying. You see him giving 100% every single night. Um, you know, it, it, it is interesting because even even the 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 uh, criticism that Westbrook has been receiving and when Stephen A. Smith said, ah, oh, it doesn't matter if he wanted the, the you know, uh, the highest, what was it, triple-double numbers that he's ever had. He's never won a championship. And you just, you know, you hear stuff like that, and you're like, oh, come on now. You know what I mean? That at least I am. That's that's how I feel when I hear that. Cause I the I see the growth in in all in all of the guys, and they've dealt with injuries, they've dealt with COVID. You know, half of the team was in COVID for I don't know how long. I mean, they've had their ups and downs, but you know, I'm I'm a I'm a big Bradley Bill fan. He's so good. All right, last moment here. We got a 
D'Angelo Russell jump shot, 4,275 out of 15,000. Let's watch the highlight. I feel bad for Minnesota fans this year because they've had, first of all, so many injuries. Uh, you know, obviously this year, I think initially going into the season, some people thought they might be able to compete, but this is obviously a rebuilding team. It's going to take some time. They're trying to put the right pieces around, you know, Cat, trying to get the right coach in there. So it's been a rough year for uh, Timberwolves fans. But yeah. uh, hopefully the future, I mean, we've been saying the future is bright for Minnesota for a while now. Like they had the whole previous core. That was a nice young core. But yeah. Never know. Hopefully in the future, uh, this team can turn things around. Definitely. All right. So we'll go done. And then we have one more pack to give away. This pack here. All right, Oliver. I've got the yeah. name. Okay, awesome. I have just drawn it. And <laughs> uh, we were just talking about uh, someone. Well, one of these players. So the, the name that we have drawn is log well it's really it's spelled logo lillard but it's oh. log zero lillard so a guy we were just talking about earlier log zero lillard i don't have your username that you use for twitch but that is the top shot name there you go That's so good. um make sure you that, write that down oliver i yeah exactly i've got that right there on our comments there so we're, okay, we're good cool. but um log zero lillard has won um this pack all right. Uh, by the way, Charlie, uh, who's uh, he works with us at basketballnews.com, he's a uh, Timberwolves fan. He said, I want them to trade the whole team except Dang. Edwards. Uh, so Charlie, right. feels, Charlie agrees Harsh with Harsh reality there, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, very, very. But uh, I, get, I get the frustration. Uh, all right. Let's see what logo Lillard got here. Hopefully they get a Dame Lillard. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, let's go middle first. Lakers Ooh. assist LeBron. LeBron. Hey, this is the third person that's won a LeBron from our show. We gave one away to a different winner, a uh, different giveaway winner. We gave away a LeBron moment on last week's show. It was numbered out of uh, 7,500. It was wow. number 283. And then another LeBron. So I have yet to open a LeBron, but all of our viewers, for some reason, get LeBron. So <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. All right. Logo Lillard. Not bad at all. Starting with the LeBron. Uh Let's go next. Let's see what he gets. T-Wolves, Handles. Malik, Malik Beasley. Interesting. All right. Oh, this Third. was the one on Trey Jones. Oh, yeah. We had Trey Jones. <laughs> we had him on the show, and then this this moment popped up. He opened this moment. Or it was, actually, it was actually on Trey Lyles. It wasn't on Trey. It was like it, it was against the Spurs, but it wasn't it was on him. Okay, that's what it was. That's but he was. was. It was funny. Like you know, he he's like you know oh, embarrassed because it's his it's his team getting scored yep. on here. <laughs> yep. Um. So this is LeBron too, by the way. It's eight thousand one hundred forty four out of thirty five thousand, and then it's Malik Beasley's thirteen thousand four hundred eighty eight out of thirty five thousand. One more logo, Lillard. Will you get a dame? Oh. Cody Zeller dunk, 19,034 out of 35,000. So not bad, though. Getting a LeBron when, uh, you know, didn't even have to pay for this pack. So we'll take it, right? Not bad at all. Good dunk. All that? right, so. Great freak? Let's see. I didn't see. Yeah, it was. Oh, my goodness. Cody Great. Zeller dunking on Giannis, the Damn. world that we live in. Who would have ever thought? <laughs> Man, Cody Zeller better own 100 of these things. Yeah, seriously. His uh, highlight of his career. I love it. Uh, he had 15 rebounds in this game and seven assists. So shout out to uh, Cody Zeller in the win. I love it. 
All right. So we will send everyone. I know there's been some questions about gifting and things like that. Um, so gifting uh, is back. Gift, yeah, gifting, is, gifting back. is back. So it is, I know before it was delayed for seven days. Is it still delayed seven days? I believe so. So that's what I was going to say. So by the way, logo Lillard, uh, Sam Wang, you will get your moments in seven days. That's as soon as we can send them. And then everyone who won last week, who won the LeBron in the previous pack, you will get your moments today. So check for those. Um, and we'll, you know, obviously reach out over email as well, but yeah. We appreciate you joining us a ton. Thank you for uh, chatting some hoops with us, talking about NBA Top Shot. And uh, hold on, hopefully... hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh wait, hold on. I, got, got I, I got I got one question for Eton to let him out of here. All right. I gotta ask. Go for finals. It. Finals prediction. Who's in the finals? We, we gotta we gotta leave it with the with the finals prediction here. Yes. Uh, well, I got Brooklyn coming out the East. Coming out the West, you know, I would I would like to see. I don't know. That wasn't the question of who I would like to see, is it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you if you want to preface it that way, go right ahead. I mean, you know, it, it, a lot depends. If if the if LeBron and AD can come back healthy, you got to you know you can't really bet against them. Um, Utah's looking great, and I, I'm just rooting for the Clippers to do well. You know what I mean? I really am. I've been talking with my man Clips. Clips got me rooting for the Clippers now. <laughs> no. <Nah, I, laughs> <laughs> no, I root for them to do well. You know, I like the additions that they that they made. Rondo going there, I think, is great. Um, you know, Boogie, I'm rooting for him to do well. So I, I'm rooting for the Clippers to get there. And T. Lou is my guy. But um, if I have to bet, if LeBron and AD are healthy, then it's hard to bet against them. Absolutely. Well, Atan, we appreciate your time. Everyone, make sure you check out the Rematch podcast. It's brought to you by basketballnews.com. As I said, amazing guests on there. I'm always blown away. Atan, you submit the episode, and I'm just like, wait, he got who? And look at it. It's, it's always someone huge. So props to you for all the guests you're bringing on and the amazing conversations. Check out the Rematch. And check out Atan's articles, too. He dropped one today on basketballnews.com. So definitely read those as well. And Atan, thanks for your time, man. We appreciate it. No problem, man. It's been fun. Definitely. Well, everyone, make sure you guys enter our giveaway, as I mentioned, at basketballnews.com slash top shot. You could be the one that wins a pack next week. And until next time, thanks for watching. We appreciate it, guys. 